0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where you watch at least one movie a week for every week and year and record an episode about it. I'm Anthony. And I'm Josh. And today we're joined by our former producer slash friend of the podcast slash renowned pop culture critic, Rachel. Hi. Hi, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How are you guys?
0: Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. It's been a while since you've joined us on a podcast.
1: It has been literally years before I've ju- since I've joined li- you on a podcast.
0: Liter- literally years. And so we're talking about Ingrid Goes West today, which all in all isn't really that special of a movie, I guess, for you to be on a podcast about. But it's something I mean, that we it, all is sort it, of- isn't any
2: movie that Rachel sees a special one since she doesn't see that Aww, many
1: of it? you guys. So well, she th- sees
0: like one a year.
2: Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Listen, Christmas and Thanksgiving, I do a double feature. It is tradition after one year. Well, I thought it was funny that you guys asked me to be on this podcast because um, I got my current haircut. Because it looked good on Aubrey Plaza, so oh. I thought that this is very apt. Well, I thought you were yes. going to say it
2: was funny that we asked you to be on this one because this is a movie largely about like social media culture and people that put their whole lives on social media. And out of my <laughs> I, out of my friends, I'd say you have one of the more enigmatic social media presences, where uh, you haven't had a Facebook in quite some time. You pop in and out on Twitter like once every week or so and fire off some hot takes and then go away. And I mean, uh, it's just uh, funny. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean that in an endearing way. I wish you, tr- I wish you treated more. It's just funny that. Like, <laughs> this is the movie that we're having you on for, given that that's kind of how you go about your life on social media.
1: Yes, that's true. And you both had to coach me on what to do with Skype. Oh, so um, just, and I, yeah. I just told Anthony, um, I had just changed my Instagram bio last week. And I think it's says something like... Um, my life is very boring 95% of the time. This account is a lie because <laughs> all I do is I post when I like travel. So I'm like, Oh, look at me. I'm here. I'm here. I'm petting this dog. <laughs> but if you notice the gaps are like every few <laughs> months, I post something.
2: It's pretty much the only time I put, put anything on Facebook besides the podcast. Like I promote the podcast. And then if I go on vacation, I check in everywhere and take pictures of my food. So there you go. It's uh <laughs> so it's not like I put my whole life out there, but I'm on social media more. And, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's like obviously a large part of what this movie is, is like how people actually put their lives out there and the dissonance between what it actually is and what they want people to see.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Rachel already mentioned it, but this movie stars Aubrey Plaza. She's the main character. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen is also in it. Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. from Straight Outta Compton. Uh, Wyatt Russell's in it. I think the only thing I've seen him in is Everybody Wants Some, but he was pretty good in that. Uh, and then Billy Magnuson who you plays Cato. You've seen 22 Street? OJ. 22 Street? Uh, yes.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I've seen that. Did an episode
2: yes. of Black Mirror, which he was pretty good into. So
0: Yeah. I actually I actually like him. Um wait, the movie, who is he? Uh Ezra. the oh, husband. Okay. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I did not do any research or IMDB. I'm like, I gotta have my opinions completely untainted. Sure. But in that process I kind of lost some of my opinions.
0: <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Noted. The movie is uh, directed by a guy named Matt Spicer who really hasn't done anything before this, um, which I thought was interesting that he kind of got this cast. and this. Uh, the movie didn't really make that much money, but it was kind of like a hit at Sundance, I think. Right, Josh? Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it like, won awards at Sundance or not, but like the reviews were super good. And it just – yeah, I mean this is the first week. This past weekend was the first weekend it was in wide release. And I guess it didn't actually, like you said, make a ton of money, but maybe, maybe, maybe it will spread a little bit by
0: word of mouth or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, Rachel, why don't you start? What did you think? Did you like the movie? No. <laughs> okay. Josh, did you like the movie? Yes. Okay. Anthony, Anthony did, did you like the movie? movie? Uh. Eh, not really. <laughs> okay. So we're a little over from the map, I guess. The I, I think the trailer is like sort of misleading as to what yes. the movie's actually about, which is what because Josh and I don't really watch many trailers, but we saw this, and this is one of the trailers Rachel saw. And I might have sent it to you, might have sent it to me, I don't remember. And we were both like, wow, like this looks cool. We were both like Aubrey Plaza. This is gonna be good. And that's sort of why we were like I asked her if she was gonna see it. Um, so we could talk about it. And then I went and watched a movie and I was the only one in my theater, and I was like <laughs> like nobody would notice if I left, but like uh, yes! so I was to finish it <laughs> because I'm doing this podcast. Um so Josh, why did why did you like it? Like what did you like about it, I guess?
2: Well, I mean, I think that first trailer, I th- that first teaser trailer, if that's what you're referring to, I thought it was pretty great because it really didn't tell you anything, but it still kind of looked interesting. And I, I eventually all I, all I knew going in was someone is obsessed with a social media celebrity, and uh, that was that was it. And I mean, I, I'm still processing it normally because I just saw it last night. Normally these days, it's like I see something, and you, you, we see it right after you see it, and it's been three weeks since I've seen it, so I actually haven't had a lot of time to process it, and. I, I mean, the end of the movie gets pretty dark, and I'd say that I'm maybe still not exactly sure how I feel about the note that it ultimately ends on, but I still largely enjoyed how we got there because this whole – idea of like instagram celebrities is something that i know exists but i don't follow those people on instagram so it was kind of interesting to seeing how about how those people went about their daily lives i enjoyed elizabeth olsen's portrayal of such a person and um i thought aubrey plaza was having a lot of fun and being weird in interesting ways and i just enjoyed seeing her do that and i just kind of enjoyed the vibe of the movie i really really thought enjoyed o'shea's comedic performance and thought he was a lot of fun and, um, and I guess the movie does, I mean, it definitely has something to say and it thinks this culture is fairly toxic. And I don't know if it's my place to pass judgment on that, because like I said, I don't know a lot about it, but I still enjoyed it's, I, I, I'm always just impressed when a movie can be about mental illness and still be a comedy and still make me laugh. And maybe it didn't make you guys laugh as much as it made me laugh. And that might've been the problem.
0: <laughs> did you laugh very much, Rachel?
1: I, I did laugh a couple times. I'm, now I'm let give back to me on when it was, but but I there was a f- yeah. few things. Can I go into go 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 go, go yeah thought? yeah
0: yeah kind
1: of going off yours? I mean I didn't hate it, <laughs> but it definitely wasn't what I expected. Um, I expected well, a lot more laughs being a comedy. The tone was kind of weird to me because it seemed it was like okay, well this is a satire. Like oh no, this is kind of a horror movie. That's cool. Oh no, it's not actually that scary. Okay, it's a satire. Well, it's not really that. Funny or cut? Like, who exactly are they attacking? Everyone in this movie sucks, um, yes. except for Dan O'Shea Jack- Jackson.
0: Yes,
1: yeah. Yes. Um, obviously, he was sweet. Um, yeah, it just kind of felt all over the place to me, yeah. and it, it, it felt it felt a little flat. Um, it's interesting that you said you like the vibe, Josh, because I I, I perceive that as like the mood of the movie, which I didn't like but I love the aesthetics.
2: I, I think that's more what I, more what I meant. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I actually went to like, after that, I'm like, okay, I need some like hipster nonsense in my life. So I went to this, <laughs> I went to this bar and, uh, by myself and had a drink and had a burger. Um, it was like the movie made me do it. <laughs> so anyway, those, a brief summary of my feelings
2: well i think you yeah. are you are think you are going to be all over the place though to a certain extent when your movie is about a person that kind of has a mental illness you know
0: uh yeah. i think uh i think that there's a way that you could portray mental illness where there's ups and downs and peaks and valleys that it doesn't like shift the mood the movie's like tone or like the way the the structure is going
1: yeah. where you're just
0: unsure you could be sure that there's going to be peaks and valleys but this movie, you're just unsure of, like, a- anything to me.
1: I was just going to say, I definitely see what you're saying about the the mental illness, ups and downs. But it didn't necessarily feel like the shifts were coming from her. It just kind of felt like inconsistence. Mo-
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It sort of felt like Matt, Matt Spicer was like, I really want to make a movie that comments on social media and Instagram and, and whatever. But then it doesn't really it, – He it, he spends the whole movie saying, like – I want to comment on this, but then he doesn't, to me, he doesn't really comment on it at all. He just sort of like has these scenes. That's like, we're talking about social media, but he doesn't really attack it in a way. That's like, this is what you wanted us to get out of the movie or like, uh, especially the end sort of takes it like completely mm-hmm. different from the first like hour and 40 minutes. And then, uh, cause that, that wasn't really Aubrey's like goal and you don't really get any, uh, anything from the rest of the story that's like she wants to go viral necessarily she just like obsessed with like these people who like her comments which at the The same
1: lives of the people who like her comments not sure having the fans
0: yeah yeah. but that's what i'm saying like she gets obsessed with elizabeth olsen Mm -hmm. and not like oh i need to be famous like she just is obsessed with elizabeth olsen and to me it's just like you have this thing of like If you're going to have this like mania, you need to take it to the next level or you need to dim it down a little bit because it was too much in a gray area for me where it wasn't good as a comedy or like a horror movie or like a social media commentary. It was sort of like trying to be all these things, but didn't do any of them particularly well.
2: Well, I think they do at the end by the end maybe do take it to another level. I mean, she gets pretty out there, I'd say. Yeah, but it doesn't um, have
0: any... From the other hour yeah, and 40 minutes you watch, yeah, no. there's no, like... Right, but I, I'd say payoff. I'd
2: say the end might not be as strong as the rest of the movie, at least, was for me, because it, it gets there, like, really, really fast. But, I mean, like, I I don't know. I think it is set up well enough that you... It's not... It's understandable. That's how she would eventually react in that situation. One of my bigger problems with the, maybe the tone shifting that you guys are talking about was just the, the introduction of the Nikki character, um, Elizabeth Olsen's Uh. brother. And I mean, I think he is supposed to be unsufferable and it's probably, it probably came across how they intended, but I, I think he's a little out of nowhere and it's kind of weird how he's like, supposed to be all coked out but he's also very very smart and perceptive and it seems like he's Mm -hmm. there he's there as a plot device more than anything and that's more distracting to me than just about the the existence of any of the other characters so that's the one time where the movie just kind of blatantly uses him just to try and get from one point to another and it just does stick out a little like a little more of a sore thumb how they're trying to change it but other than that like i said i think i mean i i can kind of see what you guys are saying but I i thought that whether or not you thought the that beginnings the beginning 10 minutes was a little on the nose i think it at least sets up the different mood swings and um d- tone changes that the movie goes through go- later on and uh, um and that's probably why it didn't bother me as much as it bothered you guys if that makes sense
1: it's it's well, it's actually funny you used to talk about the first 10 minutes because in the first 10 minutes i was like okay i'm down for this <laughs> like, yeah like if it was gonna be like completely satirical
0: like that yeah but then it doesn't do. It doesn't. It does Doesn't feel like it's having fun the rest of the movie like it is in the beginning. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I,
2: I, I don't know if I would have enjoyed just watching her just like stare at her phone the whole movie. Like that. I mean, I get that that's a satire of a certain kind of person. But...
0: Uh, well, it's more of like the whole act of her like raging over this to the point where she goes to this wedding that's happening concurrently with her rage and just fucks with the bride and then it just like leaves. Yeah, I, I, like, I... it's it's funny and it's like completely ridiculous to the point where you can enjoy it and then the rest of the movie is like oh like I'm not sure I buy this character like shifts and she's like not that crazy. But then all of a sudden she's like super crazy to the point where it's sort of unrealistic to me. Well, I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed watching
2: her put that act on and try and struggle with her inner crazy a little bit. Like I, I think she that. did.
0: I think she did really well, but I'm not sure the script mm-hmm. really served her well because it, when I, I know you haven't watched Legion, Rachel, but like Legion, she's so fucking crazy in that. Mm-hmm. And her character is like super insane and the whole story is fucking bananas. Is like a superhero thing and it's like out of this world. But I, you completely buy it way more than I did in this movie. I don't know if you feel the same way, Josh, but like Whoa. that character is like – even more crazy than than in well, I, I Ingrid didn't, I well, to the best. Well, I,
2: yeah, I mean, I loved her. I didn't like Legion anywhere near as much as you did, but I, I mean, I still loved her performance because I had mostly known her from Parks and Rec, and it's just a totally yeah. different thing. But just knowing her persona in general and how Aubrey Plaza as a person and a lot of the characters she plays... She would be like doing a lot of the same actions that Ingrid is doing when she's trying to fit in with these people <laughs> in California, but she would be doing it in an ironic and mocking manner, just knowing Aubrey Plaza. So it's funny watching sure. her try and do it in an earnest way, and there are just so many like little mm-hmm. side, like off, off offhand laughs and little giggles and grins and stuff where she's trying to fit in with Elizabeth Olsen. And I just got a kick out of like every time she did one of those. Like I don't I don't I I guess I was just having so much fun watching her that I mean I wasn't upset that like the character wasn't going off the walls. Cause it was funny just watching her put on that act. Like I said, I, I get that like the the Legion performance is probably a lot harder to pull off without like seeming too ridiculous. Like she does in that. I mean, she's ridiculous, but it's like the fact that she can do something that broad and make it work. Um, I get that there might be a higher degree of difficulty in that, but I don't know. I just liked watching her do her thing.
1: No, I, I can agree with you on that. I did think she was good in the role like I said, I might not necessarily like the movie altogether, but you're right. Those are definitely expressions and um mannerisms that I'm not that I know her personally, but from what I've seen in interviews that, that Aubrey Plaza herself w- would do. She was fun to watch, um, as an actress. I'm not trying to take away from that at all. And yeah, I, I just
0: yeah, I just I I don't know, maybe the disconnect is I really I just didn't have that much fun watching the movie. It was just and and I want it, like, it's a movie that I really wanted to like, so it's hard for me when I'm watching it. And I'm just like, uh, it just felt very bland for what they wanted to do. Like, you you have this interesting character, and she she makes this Instagram account where it's like, Ingrid goes west. But they don't really take advantage of that. They, she takes, like, one picture and posts it, and then they're just, they just just forget about it. And it's like... It's like you really need to dive into the social media part of it. Like it's kind of lame when they have these pictures and the text and she's reading word for word with these dumb hashtags, whatever. But the movie's called Ingrid Goes West and then she makes his Instagram account and then they just like shift to like a different movie kind of. And it's just, like I-, I just didn't feel like I got the payoff for whatever story Matt Spicer wanted to tell.
1: One of my notes is wanted more of the going west. Yeah. I kind of would have liked to see her – Travel, know, there's like, a gradual transformation on the way there obviously like once she got there she you know
0: but it was it was quickly. right away yeah, yeah I,
2: don't, was, I don't i don't disagree it would have been fun to watch that for sure
1: um and i do i do want to say about i do think the use of the phone it was the way they would show it like if if it was on screen it would just be the frame would just be on the phone or the text kind of took over everything it was I thought it was good because it kind of represents, I don't know. It drives me fucking crazy when someone's always on their phone or even though I just say on that phone. Um, and when somebody else does it and you're trying to talk or they're just obsessed with Instagram or Twitter or whatever, um, it does feel have that very claustrophobic feeling or even when you're in the middle of a social media hole and you're like, oh, OK, I need to go to bed. but I'm just going to look at one more thing. So it felt claustrophobic and like that was the only thing that mattered in the scene, whatever dumb hashtag was on the Yeah, screen.
0: and it's like a focus of like your eyes – like if, as if your eyes are looking at
1: the phone yeah. screen
0: and your first-person view of, of what's happening.
1: Yeah. And you and refresh had- it
0: and there's always something new and you feel left out and all that.
1: Exactly. And, you know, if that was in a regular movie, not about social media, that would annoy me. But I thought it was kind of good to get ac- – that was a good use in this movie to get across how all-consuming this obsession is for her.
2: Well, I think those first ten minutes were going to be more about people that use technology like that. And maybe it seemed like it would be that. But I think the director – or I guess he's the director and writer he, – he had more of an interest in these California people and, mm-hmm. and, and their lifestyles and how, how they went about it and just – her wanting to break into that and be a part of that and be obsessed with those people, I think it became more about that. And I, I get that Like going into it, we might have thought it was going to be more about the effect the actual use of the technology is having on the people, whereas... I don't know if it became as much of that, and i I don't disagree. there would have been a lot of interesting stuff to look at in that at the same time. like do I, people do sleep with their phone in their hand, right? Like that's the thing, yeah, yeah. For sure, I, I don't know. I keep that mine was on, so
1: upsetting yeah to me. <laughs> so, I, so
2: I, I keep mine on my bedside table. It's not far, but it's right there, so I yeah. guess, like that, that I mean that was a pretty on point moment where they're showing stuff like that, I'd say at least it could like yeah. good observations, I don't know,
0: yeah, it, it is, but like. Uh, I just it, it's just hard for me to explain because I feel like there's so many interesting things in the movie, but they're not developed enough because you have this like loneliness and this grief of like, oh, her mom died and then O'Shea's parents died. And then you have this sort of like connection um, and, and you sort of have this like intentionally light backstory because they're trying to just let her be this character. But then they sort of try to characterize her, but it, it just doesn't. It just doesn't follow, like, a like a linear path, and I understand that she's not a linear character with whatever illness she has, but at the same time, like, he just introduces these things, and it's like, this is important for a character. Like, her mom died. She was super close to her mom. She hasn't gone back to her mom's house, and then, like, are we supposed to blame that for her acting crazy, like – I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel connected enough to the story with what he was trying to do. Despite her performance, I just think it was more of the script sort of being unsure of what final message it wanted to relay on these specific subjects, maybe.
2: Well, I don't disagree about the final message, but as far as getting there, it's I. I we could have learned a little bit more about her past, but it's clear she's trying to fill
0: that void with something else. So I guess I wasn't... <laughs> I, like, I understood well, it's not, not that on. it's like if you're going to bring it up, then like, what's the point of bringing it up? Right. What's the point in connecting her mom dying to like the story? Is that is that what's making her go crazy? Is mm. it the exclusion from social media? Is it grief? Is it loneliness? Like, what is making her act so manic? I, I don't mm. know. Maybe. And and he doesn't want to answer that question, I don't think. Right. And then he has this thing where she's just getting obsessed over likes and then all of a sudden, at the end, it's like, "Oh, I'm viral. This is what I've always wanted." But uh, I don't know. I just didn't really. I just didn't really buy it. I guess.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Rachel. Do you have anything else to add to that? I mean, I don't know. I just, I it just didn't bother me as much. I, I kind of just kind of filled in some of the blanks myself and assumed that's what the character is doing for herself.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. Um, no, I don't really. I, I agree with with that. I yeah. It was like, where is her motivation coming from? And. I don't know if as a straight-up satire, it would have been more successful if it, um, you know, didn't have, oh, well, her mom died um, as, okay, maybe that's what caused her to be, I keep saying crazy, yeah. but, you know.
0: Yeah, that's mentally I said manic, Ill. Like, or whatever, I don't
1: know. I mean, it kind of, almost, as a satire, if she had perfectly normal, you know, a loving family and everything was fine in her life and she's just obsessed with her phone all the time yeah. because, you know, that's what girls be doing or whatever yeah. this point was trying to be made, but anyway yeah I kind of wish we would have not got more backstory but got more back motivation
0: did you guys yeah uh, go ahead no, no I don't know I just I just keep going back to like the word exclusion in my head like I feel like social media has a way to make people feel so excluded from activities or from their friends or from whatever and mm-hmm. something like something like unfriended where you have this like horror movie uh, like all these people are on Skype and they're dying one by one because of like some Person at their school that like was mad at them for like being mean to them like that's the plays more interesting to me on the social media aspect of things than this movie does and this movie is like super trying to be about that but it doesn't really it just doesn't really do it like it doesn't commit to it to me but what were you gonna say Josh I, I think I
2: was just gonna ask something unrelated I was gonna I was gonna yeah, ask did, did you guys not laugh when you were looking at Ezra's art
0: Oh, it <laughs> no, I did, that's definitely <laughs> one okay, of the. Yeah. I <laughs> but right. I think that's part of. But again, that doesn't. That it connects to the social media stuff, but it's like. It's just it's just there and there's not there's nothing that he sort of gives his opinion on. It's just like here's the thing, you feel about it, how you want to feel about it. Yeah, I don't and know. Then, I, I didn't need it to be
2: connected to anything. I just thought it was hilarious. Like it, it a-
1: was pretty funny. It actually I...
2: reminded me of the affair
0: with the like, she's like, Yeah, I'll buy oh one right God. now.
1: <laughs> oh you have to detail that.
0: <laughs> uh, well, there's so this is a show that me and Rachel are the only people in the world that watch called The Affair. And uh, it stars uh, McNulty from The Wire. And basically, fast forward to season three... Season two, season three. It is. I just tell them. Doesn't matter. Basically, this his like eighteen year old daughter is dating this like forty five year old painter, and he just like paints nude photos of chicks and invites her her mom over with her new boyfriend. And the new boyfriend, is, her mom's like freaking out because she's dating like a guy thirty years older than her. The new new boyfriend is like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna buy one of your art pieces" because he's trying to be nice. And then they take this big ass art piece in the cab back home with them, and it's just some naked chick, and it's just it's funny. I don't know.
1: <laughs> we could cut that out josh i mean I, <laughs> me I,
2: I can't believe you spoiled the affair for me i've definitely definitely <laughs> yeah, definitely, was was, a definitely definitely a definitely question. was totally gonna go back and watch it yeah um,
1: yeah sorry yeah, to ruin it i don't know but yeah I, mean, um, like,
2: I, I laughed a lot at that i laughed a lot at the o'shea stuff um every time yeah, he, yeah, every, every time they was, gave me shit about batman like i, I thought it was hilarious <laughs> and he was
0: he was really good honestly he was really good
1: he was. I almost felt like he was kind of in a different movie because everyone else was so flat and kind of yeah. one-dimensional, which is fine. I sort of related to Ezra. I'm going to be honest. Just like, why are you on your phone all the time? <laughs> you know, yeah. this is all fake. Whatever. You know. Um, but Dan was the O'Shea's character yeah. name, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was so sweet and warm, and like he could go. I mean, he had different emotions. He could be angry or like nice or flirty, whatever. Um, but he felt like an earnest, like honest person. And in the midst of all these kind of one note stereotypes, right, it was. But, but,
2: isn't, but that's kind of the point. Like, I mean, if you, if you didn't like that, but like, I think that's exactly kind of what the director is going for a little bit. It was just, he, he doesn't like these people and kind of what they stand for and how fake they are, you know?
1: Yeah. But I mean, what he's, he likes this girl who's like only obsessed with how many, you know, hashtags she can get on a picture with uh, Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, I don't think we're
2: supposed to. I mean, how much do you think we're supposed to like her in, like that much? I don't know. Like, I
0: mean, that's. I don't think it's we're supposed to like her, but I think we're supposed to connect with her on some aspect of like yeah. the social media. Like, she feels so burnt by wa- refreshing her page and seeing something. And she's like, oh my God, like, I want to be involved in this. And then uh elizabeth olsen likes her comment yeah. or comments back and, and then I, it's I, like oh my god the world is changing mm-hmm. but I, i'm just not sure people act that way i don't I mean like i don't i mean
2: yeah i mean i I think i could relate to that a little bit i mean i think everyone's probably like seen a group of people do something on social media and be like why wasn't i invited to that so i i think that's a fairly universal thing it's just this is the story of someone that's hella fragile compared to most people you know and
0: it's like <laughs> sure um I don't
2: know. and I, I i don't know i just i i just personally enjoyed seeing her walk that tightrope and deal with those things that you knew were going to set her off to a certain extent it's just i thought maybe like in the the last last half hour of the movie might have been i don't know I, I might not have been told an, an ideal way to get to that to show the breaking point for someone like that for me
1: well i like to think of myself as the opposite of her but i'm i mean i appreciate all the flattering things you said about me being mysterious josh although to be fair i did delete my Facebook <laughs> and I will publicly admit this <laughs> because one of my ex boyfriends got married and I'm like, all right, well that's enough oh, of this app for me. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, you know, I try to avoid the uh, FOMO, if you will, of um, social media. Don't always succeed. That's what I'm saying. You do, can kind of
2: relate to what she's trying with. The yeah. A little bit. Yeah.
1: And I, and I do know people, I think we all know people that we may or may not have attended a educational, Institution Uh, institution with, with. (laughs) actually, I had one person in mind, and now more and more are popping to mind. So there's multiple people. Um, who are like that or like oh my god he liked this picture oh my god they're all of this without me oh look at these hashtags like I gotta I gotta make sure to you know <laughs> have something every day of the week and I gotta look fun and cool and oh my gosh did you see this person with this person I'm gonna text them oh why didn't you invite me to this so I mean that definitely is true I think we are just so
0: what you're saying like, is so, we're what we're so but, you're, but just, I don't think the movie I don't think the movie commented on that really though that's what I'm saying she she to. feels so disconnected from it yeah it started to but then it just leaves it in the air without nailing it down and writing like a obsessed good story with the one
1: person but it did kind of seem like i mean that's that was kind of her mo at the beginning sure
0: and, but one thing that i thought was interesting which i really thought they were going to go back and use as like a plot device or whatever is at, when she narrates all these things she's like dear bridget or whatever that girl's name was from the beginning like she's writing her letters yeah. or she's writing her messages yeah
1: but mm-hmm. then
0: they don't harken back to it which is like damn i thought she was gonna like get turned in or something by her like she's like oh i had a restraining order she's still sending me these messages maybe she'll have to go back to a, a hospital or something i don't know and, and it's just another thing that they introduce into the movie but then it doesn't really have a payoff at the end
1: that's fair sure
0: yeah i don't know what what, what <laughs> did you guys think of like the end end like uh the last 10 minutes or so
1: spoiler alert spoiler alert i just wanted to announce that the sure Rachel, what did you think of the last 10 minutes? Oh, mm, I I don't know. Because <laughs> I kind of like that she was like open and honest. Her little, like, I don't know. What is that? I'm, I'm 87 years old. Is that Instagram Live or Facebook Live? Yeah, whatever. She was, was.
0: just making an Instagram video. Like
1: live streaming yeah. her, you know, suicide attempt, basically. I'm like, okay, we're going to get to something. Like, whatever. Grand realization. Okay, she gets saved because... You know, no one's ever going to actually finish suicide in a movie, I feel like um that sounds like a complaint <laughs> but <laughs> just fucking um, kill yourselves already yeah i want more body um anyway so then you know she wakes up at the hospital and she's like oh i want my phone and you're thinking oh maybe she'll kind of snap out of it or whatever and then you have you know dan coming in all sweet and nice but like
0: and why too at the same time yeah. like, she fucked his shit up yeah it's it's it's, 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 one, it's it's one thing to forgive
2: her for like wrecking your carts, another for like lying about domestic abuse so you'll commit like a felony
1: yeah. yeah. and stealing, and getting his-, his
0: ass beat up. He's yeah. in a wheelchair.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was in the hospital. <laughs> the yeah. And so he's all sweet and nice, and you're like, well, exactly. Why the fuck is this guy still around? And then you know, it kind of it's kind of a dark ending because she's like, oh, I-, I took it. I didn't take it as like hopeful. I just realized like it, it, that plot point where she has a lot of followers and all the support that could be taken is like hopeful. Like, okay, she sees the positive of social media. She feels connected, but it seemed kind of dark to me and and maybe everybody else i should have uh taken notes at the movie but you know the ending was kind of dark it's like oh she's not gonna change at all she's just gonna do the same thing over and over again
2: yeah yeah, yeah. super dark i mean i i uh i thought maybe they were gonna have something where like elizabeth olsen came back in and tried to like forgave her or something and i
0: would not have liked she that. Could, because she was going viral i think that would have been interesting
1: yeah yeah
0: oh well yeah that, okay, no, I, I, I,
2: that, didn't, I I didn't even think about it that way. I thought it, I, I didn't think about her coming back in a fake way. I thought it would have like if she came back in a genuine way. It would have obviously. No-
0: but I don't I don't think they ever had a genuine relationship,
2: right? Well, not like I mean. I mean, Elizabeth Olsen towards, I mean, yeah, because she was lying the whole time, but like, I mean, I think Elizabeth Olsen generally at least initially thinks, oh, this is a cool girl, at least, like, not a crazy person, you know, and she thought of her as a friend even if, like, it was, the friendship was based upon the crazy person worshipping fake things about her. Like, there are still some kind of genuine feelings on her part, and I like your, I like your spin on it, though, if she just comes back and just pretends to be her friend at the end, like, that's also equally dark, and yeah, I mean, it goes back to what do you think the director is ultimately trying to say, and... Like I said, I enjoyed much of the ride, but I'm still not totally sure where I come down on exactly what the movie is trying to say by that dark ending. Obviously, like this isn't healthy. She's not going to learn anything, but yeah. I don't know if there's more to it than that. And I'm still trying to kind of figure that out myself. I,
1: I your didn't, boyfriend who will let you borrow his truck,
0: and and his cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think this was the point, and I don't. But I just want to ask anyway. Did you guys think that ultimately this was her like? scheming a plan to go viral
1: no, no because she never that was never never seemed like the intention like she wanted to go viral you know
0: yeah i, I agree but then so she freaks out about it. she's like so happy she's viral at the same time
1: i almost feel like it was that's kind of like what, what you would see in a movie made by someone who like didn't understand technology Social, which again yeah. is coming from me but like equating all these things whereas we know there's these you know, little minute differences between, okay, you're going viral or you have a lot of followers or, you know, you're envied or uh, whatever.
0: Yeah. One thing, Josh um, – and, and you know I hate this fucking movie, The Circle. But one thing that The Circle does better than this with respect to, <laughs> like, going out? viral is, like, when Emma Watson is doing this, like, live thing of her life for, like, 24 hours a day and she's getting all these messages, that feels so much more real and, like, connected than – Than the end of this movie does like, you you know what I mean? Like she's like communicating back with these people and it just feels so much more earnest than like Aubrey Plaza's character being like so happy about this going viral, about like killing herself and like seeing all these messages. I I don't know. It's just something that I thought of because they were sort of shot similarly with the the way like the messages would pop up from strangers, etc. But Mm -hmm. I I just I, I just really didn't like the end because it's. It feels so different from the rest of the film, and it feels unclear as to – and, and, no, and I mean, coming from three people who watch Mad Men religiously, hey. unclear is OK, but this just didn't it, – no. it, it doesn't feel unclear in the same way.
1: No, I mean it,
0: like – sorry, go ahead, Rachel.
1: I was going to say it doesn't necessarily feel like open to interpretation. It exactly. feels like
0: – It feels like he had was, a message, but we
1: – But we didn't get it. We yeah. didn't
0: get
2: it. I'm saying I might not have gotten his message, but I I, th- I, th- I thought it was in character for her at least um, because she's obviously like, she looks up to Elizabeth Olsen most of the time and she 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 thinks that's a great life to have. So I thought it made sense that she'd think that that was a positive at the end that like, oh wow, people are looking up to me too online because of my online presence. Like So that might not ring false to me. I'm just not sure I'm totally grasping what the director might've been trying to say beyond like people can be, people are way too obsessed with social media like i i don't know if there's more to it than that which might be the one mental block i would have to like giving this movie like overall higher marks even if like i'm giving it higher marks than you guys but uh sure but yeah so like i'm saying i don't think it was a false character beat i'm just still not sure if it totally stuck the landing as a whole with its message
0: i think it would be interesting if her and uh elizabeth olsen's character were like mirrors for each other because then you'd be like oh she ends up like Idolizing this person and then sort of hates her, but then she becomes her. But they're even at whatever stage she's at now, they're like still completely different social media influencers or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it doesn't even work in that respect. It's just strange to me that they would go that route. Like her, like dying and then like there being an aftermath maybe would have been better than this ending. I don't know. I just. I like finality and things that make sense, and this didn't have that for me.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, but, I mean, it's, it's fair enough, I, and I can't even disagree at that point. I just think I, I just think I enjoyed everything in between those first ten minutes and last twenty minutes more than y'all.
0: Yeah, um, Rachel, do you have any final thoughts on this movie? Um, Aubrey Plaza, Elizabeth Ol- Elizabeth Olsen, etc.
1: There was not enough Rothko.
0: Agreed. (laughs)
1: That dog was so cute. (laughs) I wanted to see him in every shot, but we got him for about five minutes.
2: Yeah, Ra- Rachel probably w- didn't even think it was that bad when she
0: got kidnapped. She's like, I would have done the same thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she would not <laughs> have given him <laughs> back. <No>
1: <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> she would
0: have made a new Instagram. Ingrid and Dog go west. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ingrid and Rothko go west. No, but, um, I, um, I,
2: I, you're asking her to comment on the performances. Uh, we already talked a lot about Aubrey Plaza. I mean, yes, the Elizabeth Olsen as a character is pretty one note, but I thought. She did that one note pretty well compared to the other things I've seen Elizabeth Olsen do before because, like, I would seen her in I – I never saw Godzilla. So I really only think before two weeks ago I'd only seen her in the Marvel movies. and she's, Which she's yeah, good in. Yeah, but it's just like she's playing, like, a person with a Russian accent, and she does fine with the Russian accent. It's just like that's all I'd seen her do. And then in Wind River, she plays an FBI agent. Some people didn't like her that much. I did. Uh, so – uh Anthony you're still yet to see that one but it's cool to see her go from just the marvel thing to doing an FBI agent to them playing like a social media celebrity it gave me a lot more respect for her cuz the only one thing i'd ever seen her do was just wanda maximov which like good but like just didn't know what else she had in her
0: yeah have you seen the uh, that one movie she's in with oscar isaac <laughs>
1: that's exactly that's, who are you asking
0: yeah obviously i thought
2: you're asking me because of course rachel's seen it if it has is it eyes.
0: isn't her name therese in that movie too
1: it very well maybe i don't remember a lot i, I think I, th- I finished a bottle of red wine during that movie
2: therese? Her, 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 name, her name's not therese think. in this one
0: no 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 in um in the in secret movie or whatever the fuck it's called
2: oh i don't i don't know what it's called
0: yeah it's it, it's horrifyingly bad honestly oh, okay. in um,
1: secret, yes sorry yeah yeah in secret yeah. Right? Oscar isaac was really good in that movie you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: never, i've never uh, even heard of it here's the list of movies oscar isaac doesn't look good in <laughs> all right um uh, <laughs> so um hey josh you have anything left to say about this movie uh no i mean
2: uh, I obviously liked it more than you guys. I've been I've been pretty happy with this August so far. It's August is usually uh kind of a dead period and uh I think there might be end up being a couple movies that you enjoy in this, but I mean there's it's been a good month. I think this is a worthwhile thing to go watch and uh but like there's other things that like might end up being even more worthwhile than that. So uh yeah, I don't really have any other strong takes though. I just uh if you wanna
0: see Aubrey Plaza be weird then
2: Watch maybe, Legion. Maybe, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure,
0: whatever. Um, Legion is more of a time commitment, though, but it's a little bit more fun. Um, so this guy actually is writing a movie. I Honestly, it, it's interesting that he would, I guess he probably signed these deals beforehand, but he's writing a movie with Jillian Jacobs, Adam Devine, and Jeffrey Tambor that's, that's coming amazing. out next. I saw that. In April.
1: Uh, um, what's the man's name who's writing the movie? Matt Spicer. is the director of this one?
0: Yeah, and the writer yeah. of this one. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see like a, a description for the movie, but it's interesting that he would be involved in a, uh, I mean, that's a pretty good cast. Those three plus whoever supporting, um, was the middle one, Adam Devine, Devine. I'm
1: sorry. You can start this over again because I keep interrupting. It's, okay.
0: <laughs> it's all good. Um, so I guess I'll give him another chance. I don't know. I mean, I think he has interesting things to say. I just don't think he said them or said them very well in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so why is that funny i just I mean, that's how i feel
2: uh, it's not it's nice. it's nice that you're giving him the benefit of the doubt i'm sure he really appreciates it
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure i'll listen to this podcast so obviously,
2: um,
1: yeah. i don't give male creatives a second chance so tell me how it is <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. surely um do you have anything you want to plug rachel social media or you want to be mysterious or yep. anything okay nope. Great. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you guys for having me.
0: Um, Josh, what is your Twitter?
2: Uh, at Josh Dernivoy,
0: J-O-S-H-J-U-R-N-O-V-O-I. My Twitter is at A K L E M B A K E. Our podcast Twitter is 52and52pod. Podcast email, 52and52pod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you guys thought about Ingrid Goes West and the coolest movie cover of 2017. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening.